Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We are back with another episode of the Rated R Safety Show. Today is Wednesday, August the 12th of 2020, day 225 of the year, and only 141 days to go before the shit show's over with. Anyways, rocking the CM Punk shirt today, so I feel like yelling, it's clobbering time! And there you go. We got that out of the system right away. Anyways, we're coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, just in case you did not know that. And we are streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM, definitely on safetyfm.com, safetyfm.tv, and of course, the other hosting platforms that are ready and available out there if you're interested in hanging out in those as well. Anyways, we are always available via chat if you're interested in doing that, or you can give us a call at 866-930-SF. FM1 and see what kind of ridiculousness we can come up with together. So there you go. There's a couple of things starting off. Anyways, how have you been hanging out, doing some cool things? It's the noon hour in the Eastern t- Standard Time. So hopefully that's kind of cool and things are going well in your neck of the woods. As you might be aware or not aware, things are kind of changing around in our multiverse. So surprise episode dropped yesterday. And let me kind of tell you what I mean by surprise episode. Sheldon Primus came by. 
So we decided to hook up to the radio station from my living room. So, of course, sound quality is kind of crappy. But we hung out last night, did some things, had some conversations, talking a little shit about everything that was going on. Pretty exciting. We ended up having a good couple, well, a little over a thousand people come and hang out with us. So that was kind of fun. Did some things. We did make some um, some moves there on regards to what we were talking about. Some very interesting things have already come about that. So if you were able to hang out with us last night, that's something that we did. So hopefully you got to see some of it. Um, anyway, so that's kind of cool. Speaking of the devil, he's texting me right now as we speak. So normally how we start off, if you're not familiar with the show, let me kind of tell you how it breaks down. We are a radio show first. Then followed by a streaming platform, whatever this thing is with the video. And then we go into a podcast. So just in case for people won't think that we're a podcast that does radio that goes into streaming. Um, but so what we do is we talk about the news. We talk about safety and we talk about the news. But we also talk about the main news because that's kind of important to what's going on inside of the world. Also, what we start off with is with feature story news. That way you can get it directly from the news department from feature story news before I go into my nonsense that I go into. And then we cover all that information, and then I give you my point of view, and then you kind of hang out and tell me what you like, dislike, and we move forward. We also talk about the different things and the different crap that I don't like. Because, you know, we talk a lot about stuff that I'm talking about because I'm the one doing most of the talking. You can always come out, hang out with us, and do some different aspects as we do this. As we have started with this show many, many moons ago, this is a rant show that actually turned into something else. So if you're ever interested in coming in and hosting the show, you're more than welcome on doing that. You can go to safetyfm.com and put in that you're interested right there and that you want to be a guest, and we can make you a guest host on this format so you can go ahead and attack there because some people do like that so that's kind of a cool thing um as we're able to do so anyway so that's what we got going on right away so let's get you into the feature story news and then we'll get you into the rest of the mess here on the rated r safety show here is the news on the rated r safety show from feature story news in washington i'm simon marks britain is officially in recession the country's economy suffered its biggest slump on record due to covid19 and the economic shutdown it engendered the economy shrank more than 20 percent in the second quarter of this year as benji hire reports from fsn's london bureau A collapse in output driven by the closure of the retail and hospitality sectors during the coronavirus lockdown leaves Britain in the deepest recession in the country's history. The deepest of any G7 economy, the deepest even since the invention of the gross domestic product. It puts UK economic output back to the level it was in 2003. 16 years of growth and prosperity wiped out in the space of just six months. Three people have been confirmed dead after a passenger train derailed near Aberdeen in Scotland. Smoke was seen pouring from the scene and an enormous emergency response is underway. The accident took place in appalling weather and Nigel Harris of Rail Magazine says he believes floods may have sparked a landslide that engulfed the train. He encountered a a landslide on the track and had to reverse his train and go back a lot with the way he'd come, at which point he ran into another landslide which clearly happened 
after he'd passed by. In other news, Joe Biden and his vice presidential pick Kamala Harris will make their first public appearance in a few hours' time since her selection was made official. Democrats are celebrating the pick. It brings both relative youth and diversity to their presidential ticket. President Trump dismissed Senator Harris as nasty. She released a new campaign ad today that begins with Joe Biden's phone call to her yesterday offering her the job. Ready to go to work? I'm so ready to go to work. America is in crisis, and I know Joe Biden will lead us out of it. He's a man of faith, decency, and character. He raised his family that way. As Joe says, we're in a battle for the soul of this nation. But together, it's a battle we can win. The Belarusian capital of Minsk has seen another night of violence, with police cracking down on protesters who claim President Alexander Lukashenko rigged the outcome of the country's election. His opponent, Svetlana Tikhonovskaya, has fled the country. There were more than a thousand arrests in Minsk on Tuesday night, and in some parts of the country, police are using live fire against demonstrators. Sumner Redstone, one of America's most powerful media moguls, has died at the age of 97. He turned his father's drive-in movie business into an entertainment powerhouse, controlling Viacom, Paramount, MTV and CBS. There have been extraordinary family shenanigans behind the scenes to control his personal welfare and his media empire. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, look at that. Sheldon Primus has appeared in our chat box after I was talking some shit about the stuff that we were doing last night inside of my living room. So that's pretty interesting on your good timing. People are going to think that I actually planned that out. Anyway, so what do you think there? Taking a listen to what's going on inside of the world of news. From According Feature Story News. So there you go. Interesting stuff as we do talk about it right away. Anyways, let's talk about what's trending currently because we talked about that yesterday that we will start talking more and more about trends because I think that that's an important aspect there. So let's go for it right there. Going from the top, let's talk about the top fiction and nonfiction books that are currently on the New York Times bestsellers list. So taking it from the top, going from number five to number one in the fiction category. The Order by Daniel Silva, The Vanishing Half by Britt Bannett, Where the Crawdads Sing, Delia Owens, First Case, Jane Patterson, and Deadlock by Catherine Coulter. That's number one inside of the fiction book category. Going now to the nonfiction, let's do it backwards once again, five to one. Here we go, Untamed, Glennon Dale, How to Be an Anarchist. There you go there. Number four, On Tranny by Timothy Snyder. Number two, White Fragility, Robin D'Angelo. And there you go at number one, taking the top spot, Too Much and Never Enough by Mary L. Trump. There you go, top of the list as we go that through. Anyways, let's go into what's important. We talk about the hit list. I like to call it the shit list because I think it's a little bit of shit mixed with the hit. And then we go from there. So there we have it all. 
the information of what we have going on. So here we go. So today's news starts off with this. Black Lives Matter Matters members held a rally in Chicago on Monday night in support of the more than 100 looters arrested the night before. According to NBC Chicago, the rally was held at the police station in South Loop, where one organizer says, I don't care if someone decides to loot at Gucci or Macy's or a Nike store, because that makes sure that a person eats. That makes sure that the person has clothes. That is reparation. Anything that they wanted to take, they can take because it's these businesses have insurance. Sunday's night's widespread looting and rioting caused at least $60 million with an M in property damages. So what do you think there? As I do talk about it, think about it for a moment. I just said $60 million in property damage. How do you look at this? What are you thinking as I do make a reference to that particular portion? There's a lot of information to absorb as we talk about this. Because if you look at it, how do you feel? And yes, it is a feelings question, a feelings question when I ask that. You have to look at it and go, okay, do you look at this and stand on one side or do you stand on another I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on here. So we're talking about looting and rioting that occurred on Sunday. And then on Monday night, Black Lives Matter's members held a rally in Chicago on Monday, the night after. Do you agree with what they're saying? It's a thought. What's the thought process? Do you agree with the rioting and the looting because the companies have insurance? And then you have to go into the whole other sequence of what we work with on a day-in, day-out matters of how do we look at this? Because this is the conversation that we have that we go, how do you prepare for something along these lines? Also, how does this work for your work environment? Because if you had employees there at the time that this is occurring, do you send them home? Do you tell them not to come in? Do you tell them to wait? There's so many different things that tie into this. And this is where we talk a lot about safety in the news. Because think about it for a moment, where all this can go. Point of opinion on how you feel about the whole thing. That could be another question. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's go for it. Let's continue on real quick. A New York man dies as a result of injuries sustained by being a dumbass, according to the obituary. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. It said he was a dumbass. Cody James Holland passed away over the weekend at the 25 years of age old in an apartment, an apparent drunk driving accident. While his friends and family are deeply saddened by his passing, they wanted to write a tribute that would do, that would do him justice. Holy shit, dude. The obituary refers to Holland as a tough guy with a big heart who liked that. Oh my God. Who liked what he did and did what he pleased, favoring his truck, his motorcycle, his dog, his girl, his guns, hunting and fishing with his friends and family, but not necessarily in that order. He continued also saying that he loves steak. He loved to chew. He also liked beer. And again, not in that order and had a, oh my God, 
pension for brandishing with his middle finger and showing his butt to the world. Holland was a state correctional officer and a dumbass. Holy crap, dude. What a tribute there. So, okay, so the dude dies from drunk driving. And let's not justify it. Not going to justify it there. But that is one hell of a tribute by your friends calling you a dumbass in the obituary because of you being dumb and drunk driving. I mean, you're dead. You paid a consequence for it. And I know a lot of people are going to say I'm getting way too morbid with some of this shit, but that's okay. These things happen. But think about it. Your friends just, you just died. And I know most people will be like, well, I wouldn't care. Duh. Because I'm already dead. But think about it. I mean, your friends just legitimately told the rest of your family that we think you're a dumbass for what you did. Interesting approach. Not justifying it. I guess you're just calling it what it is. And I guess that's the way you definitely look at it for however you want to do it. But what do I know? You are listening to something magical. <laughs> you're not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so not a day goes by without us bringing you news from Florida. <laughs> because, you know, there's some, some of the weirdest things occur here. Police officer in Florida is lucky to be alive after nearly being struck by lightning. Deputy John Barca was sitting in his truck last week when he passed, excuse me, when he paused before getting out in that moment of hesitation. And you know what they say if you hesitate. He said there was a big flash, a boom, a bang, and it started raining on the asphalt next to his truck, on his truck, next to his truck, and on his truck. Well, that's a lot of shit going on all at one time. The sheriff office posted Twitter, lightning struck the asphalt near Barca's truck, burning the tires and disabling the vehicle. Flora, duh! Another news story that makes it into the cycle of news because of the weird stuff that happens here. So think about it. I mean, this is where you say, was he good? Or was he lucky? Because there's so many different things that you can say there, depending on how you want to take a look at it, because, you know, that's what those things happen. So what do you think? Was he smart that he hesitated? And, you know, the hesitation thing goes into a whole other conversation that's probably not politically correct to talk about at the moment. I mean, I've already said enough dirty things this week, so I don't know if I want to add to that sequence of stuff especially going down that route. Anyway, so think about it real quick as we do reference that. Anyways, let's continue. A seven-year-old child who died in Georgia with COVID-19 drowned in a bathtub after a seizure. Wait, hold on. The seven-year-old child who died in Georgia with COVID-19 drowned in a bathtub after having a seizure due to the high fever, according to Chantum County Coroner Bill Wessinger. Only after being found unresponsive and pronounced dead at the hospital was the child tested for COVID. The preliminary report says the child died from drowning, secondary to the seizure due to the fever from COVID-19. The final report is still pending toxicology test, Wessinger told CNN. The boy is the youngest person to die with the disease in the state. So let's backtrack. Hold on. As we do this. So what are you thinking here? Let's take a look at this slightly differently for just a brief moment. If you are writing a report on this and you had someone who passed away and they drowned in a bathtub 
They had a seizure due to a fever, but also had COVID-19. What is the cause of death? Let's kind of backtrack a little bit further. If you were looking at this from the standpoint as if you were saying that you were doing an accident or an incident investigation, I know terrible words, depending on what world you kind of hang inside of the safety world. But how do you look at that for a moment? What would you say the determining cause of the problem is? I'm waiting for you. Think about it for a moment. You have three potential scenarios, or let's go back into old school style. You have three root causes that could be the cause of this. How do you list it on the report? Because when you can sit here right now and have that whole conversation, the people are only going to talk about COVID because that's the popular term at the moment. And that's what everybody wants to talk about because allegedly, because I don't know, I don't work in the hospital building, in the hospital industry, but you have to look at it from the standpoint of people say that government is issuing more money based on if you say that the person died of COVID or had COVID or everything's listed as COVID. Tell me you haven't heard this in the news or in the news media and the news entertainment. So a lot of people are, are chiming in saying drowning. So drowning is the cause here. So that's what you have to look at. There's so many ways on that report on how it could actually be written. Because they have three options. But then again, I look at it and I try to go, what would we apply as standard safety pros doing this kind of report? Yeah, I just hit the microphone just in case. But think about it for a brief moment. There's so many different things here. Never know how to look at some of these things because depending who you talk to, it's going to be a different story for each person. Way to look at it just from my point of view. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, continuing down, down, down the path, a pair of elderly hikers in California had been airlifted to safety after a, after a cow and her calf chased them. Yeah, I did say a cow and a calf chased them. Yeah, I'm not joking there. According to the California Highway Patrol, the CHP, the couple was injured after falling down as the mother. Oh, I should not laugh at this. The mother chase in Lynch Canyon Regional Park. The pair was hoisted one at a time, approximately 75 feet in the air. And they were then transported to a local hospital or a local medical facility, depending on how you want to look at it, to have their injuries treated. Fun fact, animal kills over 400 people in the U.S. average each year. Of those deaths, 20 have a cow. As the perpetrator. I didn't even know that many freaking cows killed people. Did you know this? I mean, how do you look at this? I mean, now you're being airlifted. And you're in your 70s. I, Not that that's a bad thing. I, I just kind of, I try to picture my parents that are older being airlifted. I just don't see that scenario going well. And then being chased by a cow, I think I would have a very hard time looking into it. They should have moved out of the way. Love it, Ryan. Ryan, that is great. That is great. I really like that one. But think about it. Interesting stuff for sure. I mean, because you know automatically some jackass thought that it was a bull that was chasing him down. 
They're going to be like, that's not a cow. That's a bull. They just removed the horns. It's kind of the way that it goes. Anyways, that's some of the thought process of what's going on right there. Professional stuntman proposed to his girlfriend while on fire. No, physical fire, not burning fire and, you know, that weird kind of other way we can talk about it. Ricky Ash asked Katrin Dodson to marry him as flames flickered up his back of his legs. The couple who live in England began dating back in March after meeting online and sparks literally and metaphorically have been flying ever since by the way i'm glad she said yes i mean you you did light yourself on fire for this bad boy so let's take a look at it there now that's pretty interesting i mean i mean based on the profession that he's in i i would imagine that had to be a pretty quick proposal and thank god she didn't hold off to give him an answer because that would have been a real crappy scenario i would love to see a video aspect i wonder if there's any kind of video out there that makes a quick reference of that because i think that would kind of be a little bit fun what's the weirdest proposal story that you've heard and from a fact issue how do you look at this how do you look at the whole aspect of being you know on fire as you're asking somebody to marry you a lot of weird safety issues there for sure but then again he is a stunt man so i guess that's different that's for sure you are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, major index moved downwards. On, or the major index moved downwards on Tuesday with the NASDAQ composite being the biggest underperformer. Apple fell almost 3% as data showed the phone shipments from China have slowed down. Tesla moved moved to encourage more investments by announcing five to for one split. The decision does not impact the company's valuation, but makes shares exactly one fifth of the price so that the smaller investors can afford to buy. The automaker was up 6% in the after hours trading news. Silver lost about 14% of total on, on Tuesday of its total. It was the hardest day of the precious metal since 2008. So take a look at it for sure as we talk about this for a moment because there's a lot of weird things going on. So last week we were having a conversation about gold and what the ounces of gold were worth at the time. So now we just heard that silver took a hit by 14%. Something to think about right there. Now, do you have Tesla stock? Five to one split. That makes it pretty interesting. Now, would you go out and buy? Now, how vested are you as a safety professional? Because, you know, that's mostly of the target that we're talking to. Now, if you're in a different career path, you can answer along too. But how do you look at this stuff? Do you buy stocks or do you buy mutual funds? And do you buy mutual funds that are in the tech area? Or do you say, no, not going to play that game, going to do this? How do you look at this whole thing? And when you see that the market's doing these changes like this, do you jump around? You kind of hang out and do, oh, well, that's a good thing. That's a bad thing. Or do you take what the advisors say? Let's use the Dave Ramsey's advisors, the ELPs of the world. And do you follow the 70-year track record and say, that's what I'm going to stick with? Duh. I mean, the option's yours. The money is yours. What's the game that you play? Do you play the quick game or do you play the long game? There's a lot of games to play inside of that market. That's for sure. Something to think about. Anyways, let's continue down the path here. 
Attacking a retail or a restaurant worker who is enforcing mask requirements in Illinois is now a serious no-no. Governor J.B. Prickster approved the bill on Friday declaring battery of a merchant is aggravated battery, a felony in the state. A news, rela- a news release about the new law explained that it's intended so to specifically protect workers at restaurants, grocery stores, and other retailers conveying public health guidance, such as requiring patrons to wear face coverings and promoting social distancing. So something to think about as we talk about it for sure. So as you look at this now, I know there's a lot of people out there in social media that have the question and ask the whole thing about, do you use these different aspects of going to shipped Instacart? That way you don't have to go to a store. Now, not every area has access to that. So think about this for a moment where you are talking about one particular state. Do you go in and use the face mask aspect? Or do you rather have somebody actually do the grocery order for you, the restaurant pickup, the delivery for you? Some different aspects there. Thanks for the comment about the long game. I think that's a good idea. But think about this for a brief moment. How do you feel about the face max? Do you think that they're worth the while or do you look at it as a political issue? Or do you think about it and say it's not political? Or do you look at it and say, I have not found enough research that shows that there is a value to wearing a mask. There's more harm that can be done to me personally than the actual mask can provide based on what you found. Or do you look at that entirely differently? Now, there is some different thoughts depending on where you're actually out throughout the country. Let's just be realistic and let's not lie about it. Some areas think one thing. Some areas think another. Some researchers think one thing. Some of the researchers think another. We can talk about demon DNA and all that other horseshit that we've been hearing about lately. But what do you think? What do you do? Like, I normally don't go to a lot of stores. I don't want to go to a store. I do have this giant mask that I wear. When I do go out and about, because that is my choice to do so. And of course, the county that I'm in, it kind of enforces the whole thing. But I opt to have it and make sure that I am not wearing a thin mask because that's what I have opted to do. But what is your choices when you go out there? Like I have a video of a guy wearing a, a mask inside of a Walmart and not me personally have the video. I found it online and he's wearing essentially a motocross mask where you can breathe straight through it, has all kinds of holes in it. And nobody stopped him. He did have a quote-unquote mask on. So he was following quote-unquote guidelines. So is that the right thing? Is that the wrong thing? And what about these videos that people are deeming as Karens and nothing wrong with the name Karen that are saying, no, you can't go out there. You can't go into a store without it. And they try to stop the people and the people essentially lose it because that's kind of what it looks like on video, but we're only getting one perspective. So how do you look at the whole thing? How do you look at the whole sequence? What is your game on mask? So that's something to think about for sure. Think about it. I had a last, let me see, where was I? I actually went somewhere that I was about to walk in and it was to somebody's household and I wore a mask and they looked at me like I was crazy. I thought that was the right thing to do. I don't know. I don't know what's what's correct at this point. I mean, I stay locked up half the time. I'm inside of this room. This is my own insane asylum. 
At least that's how I look at it. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, the Baltimore Fire Department said that the second person died in Monday's massive gas explosion that demolished three row houses, leaving about 250 people homeless. Officials said that the second victim was a man whose body was found while firefighters sifted, or excuse me, Went through the rubble, sifted through the rubble, and that's when he was found. The number of people injured in the blast also increased to seven, with five being in critical condition at local hospitals. Fire Department spokesperson Blair Adams said that the next steps are a recovery and cleanup operation, along with the investigation into what caused the explosion. Now, if you did see that, that was kind of breaking the news cycles all over the place Monday night about the explosion. It was there yesterday for some information. Not a lot of info yet on the investigation side. So something to think about as we do talk about it for sure. So a lot of things going on there. I mean, we have seen a couple big explosions occur over the last week or so. I mean, not as massive as the one that we saw, Um, but think about it. How are these things occurring and what is the conversation piece that needs to be had there? Because that's something to think about as we do move forward here. And let's get into some COVID facts here in just one moment. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so as we find factual information about this, I share it just based for information purposes for you to know what is out there. And it is no political terms, means, or anything along those lines. It's just for number sequences. The number of confirmed COVID cases has topped 20 million worldwide. This means that ni- <laughs> this means that 99.7% of the total population of the world does not have COVID-19. That's information. Thank you. We will wear a mask. Thank you. Um, The CDC estimates that 40% of cases are going unaccounted, which would dramatically drive down the death rate. So what do you think about that as you hear it? What do you think about the source of the information? I know that drives a lot of people crazy when they hear it, but I have to share it. That's the information that we're able to find And that's kind of the way that it goes. So let's continue real quick. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. 
Rated R Safety Show. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So I wanted to talk about it. We've been going over the conversation since yesterday, so let's continue. Yesterday, as you are aware, we had a controversial episode. I don't know why it was controversial, because it really wasn't. But a controversial episode on the Jay Allen Show talking about different things and relationships, sexuality, which gets people kind of off the cuff right away because the word sex was mentioned. So we had a conversation about sexuality yesterday on an episode, and we had somebody who was formerly involved in some different industries and talked about it very, you know, talked about it on what they did. And that's perfectly fine. So here's been the interesting portion, some very interesting times in regards of what has occurred since the episode, people reaching out. It was kind of amazing the amount of people that have tuned into the episode, but you know, some people complaining, but what has come about, and I wanted to talk about it for sure is the announcement of me letting you know what I'm going to do next. So what do I mean by that? So if you're, if you are subscribed to our exclusive list, so if you go to safetyfm.com, we do have a, an exclusive list that we kind of let you know what's happening before it happens inside of our little multiverse here. So we've had some people reach out and not on the unsubscribe button inside of the email list, but to let us know, can you remove us from your email subscription list directly opposed to just clicking the button that says unsubscribe because they were offended by the nature of the actual episode. You're not in an airport. You don't have to announce it. There's not a flight taking off. If you don't like the content, it's okay. This is what happens. We have several different shows on the network. Kind of set up that way. The Jay Allen show, which is the other show that I host, is an interview show. And we interview people that we're interested in having conversations with. And not everything that you listen to, you're going to like. And I understand that. And here's what we have done. We have built out the radio station and the podcast network for you to listen to different shows if you so desire to do so. We have different stuff available for you like let's be realistic not everybody likes this show right here that what i'm doing they think it's too honest and maybe a little too vulgar for what goes on because most of the times us as safety professionals we want to print these pretty pictures of what's actually going on out there and we want to have this pretty outcome and everything's perfect and it fits into this box well let's just be realistic There was a book that came out, and I agreed with a lot of the content inside of it, that Sam Goodman wrote called Safety Sucks and talked about the bullshit that they don't want you to know about. And there is a lot of bullshit that happens inside of our industry. That's our world of safety. The Jay Allen Show, we talk about stuff that is interesting to us. I talked about how high-risk positions work-wise how it affects personal relationships, including sexual relationships. And people were offended by that. There was nothing to be offended about. I would imagine that the majority of the people that listen to the show have sex. Just a wild guess there. I'm just saying. So think about it for a brief moment. Think about what's going on. 
And it, did I say something that was really that offensive? Did she say something that was really offensive? No, there was no cursing. And not everybody needs to agree with her choices. And that's okay. I don't want everybody to agree with everybody's choices. That would be just weird. But to go out of your way to make it a major announcement that, hey, I'm leaving. So think about that. I want you to think about that for a moment. We've gotten to the age of where we do these things to make sure that the attention is focused here. And now let's kind of be realistic here. You're going to turn around and go, you are really sitting in front of a camera and a microphone and saying the attention has to go here about an email, but you're sitting in front of a microphone and you're sitting in front of a camera. Yes, I sure am. Here's the funny part that I've realized since we started this show. There's a lot of shit that I say behind this microphone and in front of this camera that a lot of people won't say. They might say it behind a closed door, but they won't say it in public because of the court of public opinion. I sometimes think that I don't have common sense, and that's perfectly fine. But I look at it and I go, we have to have these real conversations. We have to have these real things out there. Opposed to it just saying, hey, we have this perfect world scenario. If there's something that I don't like, I'll tell you. If there's something that you don't like, I would hope that you would tell me. Yes, I do read the chat. Thanks for asking. But I want you to interact with us. I want you to tell you the things that you don't that you don't like and you do like. And let's talk about it. There don't have to be some big production. It doesn't have to be some big event because it occurred. The interesting part about the whole thing is you don't have to agree with all of my personal decisions. I don't have to agree with yours. But I think that we should treat each other with common respect when it comes to certain things. Just the way that I look at it. I definitely thought that the interview would get some attention, but not so much controversy. Because what's the controversy about? Well, hello from Sweden. How are you? So think about it for a moment. And keep in mind that a lot of the opinions that I state here at good old Safety FM are my opinions and are not the opinions of Safety FM and the other hosts that are on the network. And some people will go back and go, well, didn't you found this thing? Yeah. But not everybody agrees with my opinion, and that's okay. That's the great thing about this joint. We don't always have to agree with each other. We just need to be able to kind of look at each other and go, let's grow everything together. But then again, what do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's go down the path. You know that we have to talk about the world of politics. I hate it, but we talk about it anyways because that's the way that actually it happened. So let's go with it right away. The nearly all virtual Democrat convention lineup scheduled to start next week has been announced. So here we go. I'm going to give it to you all the way across the board here on Monday. Amy, oh, I always butcher her last name. Colabar, Clolabar, you, you know who I'm trying to say. Amy K. Bernie Sanders, Andrew Cuomo, Michelle Obama, and John Kish. 
will be there on Monday. On Tuesday, you'll see Bill Clinton, Chuck Schumer, Sally Yates, John Kerry, Jill Biden, and AOC. On Wednesday, Nancy Pelosi, Elizabeth Warren, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and the newly picked vice president candidate, Kamala Harris. On Thursday, Cory Booker and Pete Mayor Pete, let's go on that. It's easier. Before Joe Biden and his family speak from his home in Delaware. On Twitter, former Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang said, I've got to be honest, I kind of think I'm expected to speak. Something he referenced. I don't know. I don't get it. Isn't that the guy that wanted to give like $1,000 to everybody? Like every month or something like that? I don't really keep up with a lot of politics, just the way that it goes. Anyway, so Kamala Harris, she will be Joe Biden's vice president candidate, as I just mentioned a few moments ago. Also, just in case you did not know this, just so you are aware, she's 55. And then, of course, somebody altered the number for um, Joe Biden's stuff. Somebody decided to change it for me and said he's 1,008, which I know that's bullshit, so that's not a jab. Somebody just changed my my info, so I don't have it in front of me, so I apologize about that. The notice went out around 3.15 Tuesday by text. The campaign website was quickly updated with a picture of Biden and Senator from California. On Twitter, Biden's account called her a fearless fighter for a little guy and one of the country's finest public servants. Biden and Harris squabbled on a debate stage during the primaries after Harris hit him hard. On segregation buzzing policies. In April of 2019, after the female accuser leveled accusations of an inappropriate touching against Joe Biden, Harris told reporters, I believe them and I respect them being able to tell their story and having courage to do it. So there you go. That's that information. So there, what else do we got here? Harris joins Gerald Ferrero. Geraldine Ferrero and Sarah Palin as the third female Veep candidate from a major party, as this is the first black person in the number two slot. A kickoff of the event for the tickets is expected tonight. Meanwhile, just minutes after the announcement, President Trump's campaign dropped an attack on saying that Harris wanted to raise taxes drastically and accuse Biden of having racist policies. At the end of the ad, laboring the running mates, Slow Joe and Phony Kamala. Kamala, who are perfect together, but wrong for America. And that was the information that was found yesterday. So just want to make sure, not the points of views of here, blah, 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 blah. You know, the, the typical stuff. The presidential, the presidential race is tightening in battleground state of Wisconsin. The Marquette University Law School poll released on Tuesday shows that Joe Biden at 50% and President Trump at 46, a four-point margin, a 4.2% margin of error actually shows on there, so which shows no clear leader. Also worth noting, in the same poll, a majority responded approved the Trump handling of the economy at an important and the important portion during the pandemic. So there you go. Some information out there and about to talk about for sure. What do you think about it? Just your thoughts. It's okay. What's the thought process? A lot of stuff there. A lot of information to cover. A lot of information to go about. Just think about it for a moment.
So there you go. If you were on the radio station, all you heard was music. I have no idea what's happening there. So let me explain to you real quick. We do have a class that is coming up that is known as the Art of Podcasting. I have had several people reach out to me wanting to know and learn this different art of podcasting, as we like to call it here. So if you're interested in joining us, you're more than welcome to doing so on September the 2nd at 9 a.m., Eastern time, we'll be putting on an event teaching people how to podcast. I will go over all the information that we've learned as we've been doing this and where we won and where we failed. Definitely some information there. But on this event, we're doing something slightly different than most. We are also including in certain tickets one year hosting service for you to actually have somewhere to put your podcast and to assist you in growing it. So if you're interested in more information there, go to safetyfm.io for some more information. So that's what we got going on in that section. And then let me kind of go through this other portion real quick. I've noticed once again that I got some of these left, so I want to share it with you. When the worst accident happens, if I can get, let me see, Caller number 5-866-930-SFM1. You got it. The book is yours. Okay, thank you, caller number five. I'm getting picking up that newest book of Todd Conklin. Anyway, so let's continue down and talk about what the things that are going on tonight, tonight, tonight. Or let's talk about the lottery. Let's not talk about tonight yet. It's a whole other story. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for 169 million dollar jackpot or 140.6 million dollar cash payout. If you're interested in doing any of that stuff, so there you go. And let's talk about some different things. People want to know for some reason for me to talk about the world of celebrity, so we'll do that for the next few moments. So let's talk about it real quick. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Top Forbes magazine list of Hollywood's highest paid actors for the second year in a row. The publication reports that the former WWE star is worth about $87.5 million with a 23.5 coming from Netflix. In fact, Netflix is responsible for about $545.5 million that is shared among the top 10 on the list. Here we go. 
They include Ryan Reynolds at $71.5 million, Mark Wahlberg at $58 million, Ben Affleck at $55 million, Vin Diesel, $54 million, Ashke Kumar, $48.5 million, Lin-Manuel Miranda, $45.5 million, Will Smith, $44.5 million. Should I pause for a moment as I say Will Smith and talk about entanglements? Okay, probably shouldn't go there. Adam Sandler at $41.1 million, and Jackie Chan at $40 million. There you go. Some information about the top. We talk about mental health all the time, so let's talk a little bit about celebrity news. Lady Gaga shed some light on mental illness by speaking about her own struggles while discussing her new album, with Zane Lowe on Apple Music Beats One radio station, Gaga revealed that she takes antipsychotic medication because she struggles with mental issues as a result of being raped as a teen. She told Lowe that her track 911 discusses medication she takes, which is primarily used to treat bipolar disorder and disorder, not odor, and order and schizophrenia. Gaga's interview was earlier this summer. But her comments are now just going viral. So there you go. Some information there. Glad that people are finally able to speak up a little bit about what's going on and some of the struggles that they're having mentally. I think that that's been something that um, we haven't been willing to talk about for a long period of time. So I think it's great that we're able to discuss it. So as we bring this up now, I definitely want to bring this up. If you are struggling from depression, mental health issues, or you have been contemplating suicide, there's some people that you can talk to that might be able to assist you, not with suicide. I don't want there to be confusion when I say that, but talk about some of the struggles you might be going through. And that's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-8255. That is a phone number that's available 24-7 where they can assist you with the struggles that you're going through. And maybe some of the different areas that you might be struggling with. So you can give them the call there. Now, let's be very clear here. That particular phone number does not accept text messages currently. What you would have to do if you wanted to do this text sequence, there is a chat box available on their website. You can go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That is suicidepreventionlifeline.org for you to have an actual discussion there. And that can be done via chat box. The other portion I always like to talk about and mention, and I think that we should just do it now and have it all kind of in one general sequence. Um, is you know that every once in a while your phone goes off and you look down and you have an amber alert and you're not sure what happens from that point on. There's a website that gives you some more information about it if you're interested in finding out. It is the National Center of Missing and Exploited Kids. Um, if you actually go to missingkids.org, there's some information that's there that they can tell you what who are the children that are missing in your general area, kids that are being trafficked at the same time too. Um, information is available on how you can actually assist. Now, currently they're unable to take people to assist inside of their organization, people um, based on the pandemic um, that is taking place, as you're probably fully aware of, um, but they are able to take financial donations. So if you would like to assist them financially, you can go to missingkids.org or just to find out general information on how you might be able to help spread the word. They also do have a 24-hour hotline that is available on their website. So if you do go over there and take a look, they can give you an, some information um, and there is different apps that you can use for that particular sequence. So just so you know, and that's at missingkids.org. Let's continue with some more news on what's going on out there in the good old world of ours. Rachel Ray, state-of-the-art kitchen, was saved from the inferno that tore through her upstate New York mansion on Sunday evening. 
Drone footage obtained by the Daily, by Daily Mail shows the extensive damage to the roof in the second story of the home, with the first level suffering mostly water damage. Firefighters struggled with the evening blaze as there was no fire hydrants near Ray's mansion. They ended up having to use pond water to extinguish the flames. So glad to see that she's okay and her family's okay, because that's very important. Talk a little bit about Batman. You might have noticed that I'm slightly a fan. Um, Robert Pattinson's had to lie in order to audition for the role of Batman. The actor told his tenant director that he had a family emergency so he could could get the promote, promoting the film and to go to the audition. While the actor thought that he was being good, well, actor-director Christopher Nolan said that he knew right away why he wanted time off. Patterson told the Irish Times that Nolan responded with his request by saying, you're doing you're doing the Batman audition, aren't you? It all worked out in the end as Patterson got the role. So there you go. Information there. Um, we talked about it a few days ago. Simon Cowell had some an incident over the weekend. So let's talk about it. Simon Cowell is doing really well following the surgery to repair his broken back. The 60 year old who had a metal rod inserted into his spine on Saturday after falling off an electric bike, is in good spirits. And while he faces weeks of therapy, because that's what it's going to be, he is ready to go back onto his feet and walking around t- um, taking work calls and according to the sources. By the way, he was riding, he was riding, has been described as the fastest bike on earth, and the cost is about $21,500 and a back is what it sounds like for sure. Um, let's continue down the path here. Let's talk a little bit about sports because you might want to hear this. Major League Baseball handed down consequences for those involved in Sunday's bench-clearing brawl during the Oakland A's and Houston Astros games on Tuesday afternoon. A center fielder Ramon Lureno has been suspended for six games and fined an undisclosed amount for charging the Astros' dugout and causing benches to clear. Astros' hitting coach Alex Sintrong has been suspended for 20 games and also fined a non-disclosed amount in the role in inciting and escalating the conflict. The band is believed to be the longest ever in major league coach has ever obtained. The seventh inning brawl started after Loreno was hit with a pitch for the second time in the game and the third time in the series. He exchanged words with the pitcher Humberto Castellano as he made his way to the first base with Sintrón. Lorenos charged the dugout and was intercepted by former A's teammate Dustin Garneo. So there you go. A lot of information there. The Pac-12 Conference and the Big Ten have decided to hold off football for this fall. So that's some heartbreaking news for some people out there. According to multiple sources, reports both conferences are hoping to get back to the gridiron come the spring. So there you go. Let's talk about some of the things that have happened on this day many, 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 many moons ago. Back in 1990, the bones of the largest Tyrannosaurus rex ever found are discovered. They estimated to be more than 65 million years old, belonging to a dinosaur who would later be named Sue. The whole dig revealed about 90% of the complete skeleton and remained remarkably well-preserved. Once they assembled, the skeleton stood 42 feet long from head to toe with 58 teeth. So there you go. A lot of information there. Anyways, let's talk about some birthdays real quick that you can celebrate today if you're into that kind of weird stuff, to celebrating birthday of celebrities that you might not know. Tyson Tyson Fury, heavyweight champ, turns 32. Sir Mix-a-Lot turns 57. Sam Sam J. Jones, movie actor from Flesh, 
not Flash, Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon's totally something different. I shouldn't have never said that out loud. Anyway, so there's that real quick. And let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today, because those are always important. Baseball Fan Day, which apparently should have been yesterday after that brawl. International Youth Day. National Julianne Fries Day. National Truck Drivers Day. National Middle Child Day. National Sewing Machine Day. Vinyl Record Day. That should be every day. What are you talking about? World Calligraphy Day. And World Elephant Day. So a lot of days to celebrate for sure today if you're interested in doing so. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. That is the listener coming out, hanging out with us, taking a listen to what we have going on on our multi verse of shows that's for sure i always do appreciate the information that you give me back in regards of what you like and dislike about the show that's for sure don't take it the wrong way even though that sometimes i say some things that might throw you off a a tad but it's just to get some general information on what's going on that is what's happening anyway so you have been listening to the rated r safety show exclusively on safetyfm.com and on safetyfm.tv and then of course the different multiple streamers where it actually shoots across on And I haven't said it in the last few days, but I definitely want to let you know that love is universal. Besides that, I don't have much more to say. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system or transmitted in any form or by any means mechanical electronic recording or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast jay allen hold up please go up when i pull up they all on me like a one thing think i got what you need well i have no hop off you're freaking i'm handsome slide up in the club like two chains this